It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Cluck Show. Glad to have you along for the ride. As always, the disclaimer, this is not safe for work, not safe for kids. Uh, the uncensored version, if you're used to the terrestrial radio show, this is going to be a little bit different. Uh, also, you can stay up to date, all things JLNK, by heading over to, of course, JLNKshow.com. All right, so what are we going to find about, about in the uh, in the old podcast today? Well, a fella's diarrhea cost him extra money because he was late for something. Science has finally gotten to the bottom of post-nut clarity. (laughs) I am an animal. Playing uh, ring toss with a stripper's ass is a bad thing, I guess. Okay. Uh, We'll find out about the dancing worms that live inside your testicles. And we finally have the ability to put a name with it. It's called Foreign Body Fetish. I feel like Foreign Body Fetish has been like an unnamed third host of this podcast the entire time we've been doing it. It pops up quite a bit. Oh, yeah. We also have a sperm cake for a a one-year-old's birthday party. Oh, yeah. We'll save that for towards the end. Oh, those people, huh? Those are the same people that buy the... uh, Mommy just wanted a back rub onesie. Like, well, ah, ha, 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 it's a cum joke on a baby. This is uh, unfortunate. This, okay. uh, this. Uh, Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, well, let's start first with a Florida man. Once again, the dangers of living in Florida. He's 58 years old. The man uh, finds an angry iguana in his toilet bowl. We've all seen those iguanas. Just disturbed him. Yeah, we've all seen those iguanas. When they get pissy, they get real pissy real fast. If you've ever seen one in the pet store, they don't look like they're the kindest. Well, they got that whip tail and those claws that come at you. You certainly don't want your dingling hanging down in front of one, right? Because I don't know, they eat worms or crickets or something. I don't know. Perhaps you have a cricket-shaped penis. (laughs) I bet it's awfully tempting for an iguana. He might take a look at my monster dong and think twice. He walked into the bathroom and he said, the guy says, I found Godzilla in my toilet. He said he didn't seem at all too pleased and started splashing and hissing at me. That's terrible. You know what I do? I'd pee on him. That'll calm anybody down. You got somebody going fucking nuts? Pee on him. They'll be shocked. My first thought is, did he come up through the plumbing or did he get there on his own from the outside? Um, Because if it's the plumbing, man, fuck that. It doesn't say. They say uh, they don't even know where. uh, They say iguanas are strong swimmers, but it's not uncommon for them to wreak havoc on sewer systems by swimming up through the pipes and terrorizing people's toilets. No. Uh, The good news is for this man, his name is John. He was able to retrieve the, the net from his pool, and he caught the iguana. He dug it out of his turlet and then put the he put the iguana iguana outside where it belonged. I'd have been in the I would have been in the driveway banging the shit out of that net on the driveway. Hey, he swam up through the back way. No way. Well, there's few certainties in life, right? What do they say? Death and taxes? Mm-hmm. And and oh, what's the third one? Diarrhea will strike at the most inopportune time. Those are the three things you need to learn about life. A fellow by the name of Walter. He is an electric car driver. He loves his EV. While charging his car, he was forced to disobey the charging time limit that he had. Because? Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. 
Normally, the man says it takes between... Hey, diarrhea is always terrifying, because when it's time, it doesn't fucking care where you are or what you're doing. You have to get somewhere to take care of it. Otherwise, no. you will pay the ultimate price. You get a little bit of sweat going. Oh, dude. You there, practice your Lamaze breathing. I've only been... I only live like a 12, 15-minute drive from the station. There have been times at like minute six, you feel your stomach tighten, and you're like, fuck... I'm not going to make it another five minutes. How does it magically know when I'm this close? Zoop, no idea. Uh, he uh, was charging his car. Circumstances made it clear that he wasn't going to be able to be there when his car was done charging because of the diarrhea. <laughs> hey, they find him. He was fined for taking up too much time at the EV charging station. The local council there in the town that he lives in find him thirty-seven dollars. Thirty-seven bucks. Yeah, for his time over. Pay his diarrhea tax. Oh, uh, he then he then wrote an email to the council to explain the fact <laughs> that he had the diarrhea. <laughs> uh, by the way, the council didn't back down. They still stuck him with a thirty-seven dollar fine for overstaying his welcome at the charging station. I always thought that was an excuse you could use with police, like if you were speeding, you're like yeah. I gotta poop, I gotta poop, I gotta poop, I gotta yeah. poop. He's like. Prove it. Be like, oh, I didn't know you were a German cop. You're cool like that. <laughs> they say there's such a thing as post-nut clarity. Any guy will tell you there is definitely mm-hmm. a thing called post-nut clarity. Hey, who hasn't suddenly come to and seen a disgusting scene playing out for you in front of you on your phone or computer monitor? Suddenly, there's uh, there's going to be a guy sometime in the near future, I would guess, and, and they're going to say, wow, look at you, Joe. You discovered the cure for cancer. How did you do it? And his story will begin with, well, I just finished having sex. And then that's when every man is at his smartest. Because you can focus on everything because sex isn't in the way clouding it up. The blinders have been removed from yeah, you your g- stupid horny you, eyes. You give it 45 minutes, you're going to be a fucking numbskull again. But for those 45 minutes, you're a pretty smart dude. Now there's a doctor who says science might offer a few explanations as to why this happens. During sex, several regions of the brain are engaged, such as those responsible for pleasure, sensation, reward pathways, and emotional processing. At the moment of release, however, the front cortex experiences decreased blood flow. That's the part of the brain that processes decision-making, attention, and social behaviors. Oh, so it's like autoerotic asphyxiation for the front part of your brain. Afterwards, when the blood flow resumes, it's thought that there is a renewed sense of clarity Ah. as a direct result. Science is going to continue to investigate. Yeah. All right, you've rented a stripper's ass for a while. What do you do with it? I don't know. Look at look into it. Is it ring toss? Ring toss is the right answer. This is where she's going to put something in her butt. You're going to throw rings at it, right? There's a student association uh, that is in trouble uh, over a poorly thought out ring toss game. Uh, I saw the picture. Uh, she ring toss pretty good. Yeah, she ring toss pretty good. All uh, right. Okay. Circulated over uh, the picture circulated over social media showing members playing ring toss with the goal of getting the ring over a bottle held in a stripper's ass. Hmm. Uh, the school has gone on record as to say they they. Uh, Strongly disprove of the uh, stripper's ass ring toss. The stripper's uh, ass, by the way, could not be reached for comment. 
Uh, I, I'm thinking possibly because it was plugged up by a bottle that they were tossing rings on. Did anybody win? Uh, everybody won. What was the big prize? Uh, everybody wins in a game like that. The prize was a clean bottle. What if I told you that there could be dancing worms inside of your testicles right now? Hmm. There's an affliction that occurs when a boy's testicles descend normally during puberty, but doesn't remain in place, often often traveling back and forth between the scrotum and the groin, according so to the does. Mayo Clinic. It goes up and down? Yeah. In, the, uh, in this case, a Utah teen condition... Um, he's been suffering from since he was in the womb. Normal fetal cycle, testes begin to develop inside the abdomen before descending into place. You know, your balls drop. Consider it some sort of like a a testicle incubation chamber. Yeah. Just kind of chilling up there. Uh, Occasionally, the pocket doesn't close, forming a highway between this region and the scrotum. (laughs) So the testicles can travel at will. When a golfer finally they have the freedom to do what they want. Um when a golfer bent down to pick up his ball, an errant testicle boomerangs back into place. However, medics are skeptical about this. Oh, that this is this is the guy's excuse. This is what he said. Something happened when he's picking up a, a ball and then his ball was, you know, ping ponging back and forth in between his groin and inside of his you know, his bag, his Yo. scrotum. All right, that's, that'd be a sensation you don't want. Oh, my God. Surgeons were able to guide it back. Oh, man. Surgeons were able to guide the testicle back into the scrotum <laughs> using tiny surgical instruments. Oh. After retrieving the ball from, you know, <laughs> and putting it back where it was supposed to be, they then anchored the testy into place. <laughs> they sewed it to the bottom of his bag to make sure that it didn't jump back up there again. Wow. That's exactly what happened. It's a 16-year-old kid in Utah that's a, they're trying to pick up his golf ball. Um it said oh boy. Hey, I, said, bet that, I bet that sensation of that thing going back up inside you is something you will never forget. He said the 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 young man had felt an acute pain in his groin while leaning over to retrieve a golf ball from the green. Ugh. Yeah, see, this is what you get for taking a fucking gimme. What's <laughs> gimme? Truly, what club length of the hole, right? When the teen inspected his nether regions, he was horrified to discover that his left nut was not where it was supposed to be. Alarmed over the shocking disappearance, as we all would be, uh, he went to the hospital, where he reported feeling mild abdominal pain and persistent nausea. Oh, man, it's like getting kicked in the balls, like, gently, but it never ends. He was given painkillers, and it, and then doctors d- tried to discover what had happened to his, you know, his family jewel. CT scan re- me- revealed that the, the his ball was still intact, but it, oh, my God, but it traveled way off a of course. <clears throat> the testicle ended up in a canal running from his scrotum nearly into his abdomen. And it's a condition known as testicular ascent. I feel it's bad. like a, it's like it's like the, the nut is going to live with Jesus. Yeah, it's like the nut comes it, out of the tomb. It's like oh, and I, there it goes. I feel bad because I don't know enough about the male body to know that there's like there's something above your sack that like it's like a tube that takes things up with it. I don't know. It's like Star Trek. Yeah. 
By the way, he's been suffering from this since he was 11 years oh, old. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, good for him, because I would have never told any fucking buddy. I would just been like, this is the hell I live with. It's a horrifying story. This is terrible. We've talked about, uh, we've had a lot of people text the show and said, hey, my, my kid's going to be one. Uh, you know, do I, am I still supposed to buy mom something for Mother's Day? Of course, a one-year-old can't buy shit. The first year of that baby's life is very important to everyone involved. Right. So when the first birthday rolls around and you have to get that first birthday cake because you're going to take about 6,000 pictures of this birthday cake. And then when they really want to fuck you at the bakery, and I know this from experience, they say, hey, well, don't forget about the smash cake. And I said, what? They said, the smash cake. You have a cake for everybody else, and then you have a cake for the baby so they can smash and play in it. It's called the smash cake. And it costs just the same as a fucking regular big full-grown cake. It's a huge fucking racket. So this mom, the baby's turning one, so she says, hey, we have to get a cake for the birthday. She has a little boy. They say... Uh, well, they, they say one set of parents she, uh, usually goes for a specialty cake shaped like a, oh, sometimes you get one, like it'll be a big cake. It'll have a number one. It'll have the kid's name on it, right? That's what this mom went with. It's a big number one. The cake is. It's got a bunch of balloons made out of icing, whatever. Right. However, when they got the cake back home and they opened it up at the one-year-old's birthday party, uh, one, they misspelled the kid's name. Oh. Um, and then they noticed that the balloons on the cake appeared to be Sperm. <laughs> they weren't balloons hey, man, at all. Hey, when you pre-sold the story, I thought it was going to be an intentional thing. Now, now that it's a bakery's mistake, I feel bad for ripping on the fucking parents. Some poor little kid's going to go back and look at his birthday cake from his... He's hey! like, hey, this is my first birthday. You got me a cum cake? That's no good. <laughs> Nobody wants a cum cake. They clearly... Well, every, first of all, everybody jumps on the fact that they misspelled the kid's name. I mean, that's super insulting. And they want to know what the baker was thinking because these clearly aren't balloons that are flying to the sky. Each one appears to be a spur. Uh, it appears that the mo- the mom and the dad just want to cut their losses and be done with everything that has to do with this story because people are asking them, are you going to sue the bakery? Are you going to go try to get no, your money back? Man, They're just like, just we're done. be awful walk yeah. away. Okay, usually for every podcast, we try to wrap it up with the worst person on the planet or we like to wrap it up with a story of somebody that got something stuck in their ass. This is a little bit of both. But mostly, we need to make a note of this because now we know what it's called. Foreign body fetish. I don't even like talking about this because every time it pops up, it rears its ugly head on the podcast. You feel you can almost feel that sensation. No, thanks to this grown-ass man who was rushed to the emergency room. 30-year-old male required medical assistant two hours... Two hours later, after inserting a deodorant canister <laughs> in his ass. Uh, they shot off to this guy for still using aerosol deodorant. Yeah, what, what was that? What was the... Right guard? Right guard, yeah. that's what it was. Was that bronze can? Yeah. The patient was experiencing abdominal pain, you know, because he had a can shoved up his ass. He said it required medical assistance, um... It says, uh, oh, yeah, they, uh, they called it a foreign body or an FB if you're nasty in the medical community. He was attended to by physicians who then reluctantly had to, you know, pull said can out of his ass. 
That's a wild day of work. Like, honey, how was work today? Like, you're never going to believe what I had to fish out of a guy's butthole. They say nausea, vomiting, rectal bleeding were noted. The patient's vital signs were also normal. Mine wouldn't be normal. They'd be through the goddamn roof. Hey, everyone's hey, this guy's, right over. Everyone's looking at you. Yeah, this man, this guy's blood pressure is off the chart. So is his shame and humiliation factor. Can you at least keep my name off the paperwork? Oh, man. It says the man was reportedly in too much pain for a standard rectal. rectal. Uh, oh, man. It, it said they were unable to investigate typically how they investigate these uh, because the can had traveled into his digest. His digest. His digestive track. Ugh. It had gone so far up there. Surgeons then which, had... Which means it didn't happen, and they went to the hospital later. Like, it was up there for a bit. What'd you do like, in the I'm car? Fucked. What'd you do in the car, man? Jumping jacks? What were you doing? Why is this so far up there? They made an incision into his stomach to... Oh, man. Holy they, shit. They, they had to go way? in. Yeah, they had to go in through the front. Gulp. Um... They were able to retrieve it. Here's here's a picture of the x-ray. That fucker's way up there, too, man. It is a big can, too. Man, that almost makes you think it went down the top way. Like, that's way up like there. Like, he swallowed it. Yeah. Um, hey, did you at least get off, fella? Was it worth it? Did, did you bust the nut? The good news is... And then felt as the deodorant can slipped out of your fingers, and you went, Oh, no! After he was discharged from the hospital, his first order of business was what? What? Getting more deodorant? He is required to meet with a psychiatrist <laughs> who will hopefully help solve the problem while he's shoving things in his ass. Hey, I know why he's doing it, because he's it, bored. How long do you think this has been a problem? When um, was the first documented report it's gotta be, of a foreign body fetish? Fuck, it's got to be sometime in the 1950s. 1919 was the first example they ever had of a documented report of a retained rect a retained rectal foreign body. Hey, somewhere out there that means there's a very first guy who's like, "Oh no." Yeah. Good what? news for him though. He's probably dead. Oh, 1919 yeah. was yeah, a long yeah. time ago. If he, if he didn't die of embarrassment. Yeah, so uh, I mean, good for that guy. All right, so there you go. That is uh that's the podcast for this week. And again, you can stay up to date all things JLNK just by <laughs> he heading over to JLNKshow.com. He walks into the doctor's office like, you guys, I need you to sit down for this because I have to explain something to you. I wonder if you, when they say that it ended so far up into him, I wonder if you feel that. You have like to. If you f- well, dude, if the owner of Canada's Well, like- I know you're feeling it when it first goes in, oh, but I yeah. mean, when it's rattling around on your insides, do you know that it's making a run north? Well, that, do you or worry, do you just like, feel uncomfortable the if, whole time? If you twist, does it like squirt off a little bit? Like, pss, pss. That's going to oh, be a panicky oh. moment. You're like, my fingers, they're empty. It's gone. It slid up me. Or is it the fact that, you know, you're just overwhelmed with the fact that you have to tell people what you've done? <laughs> you probably don't even notice. You're probably numb to any pain at that, at that point. All right. So there you go. There's the podcast. We will see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.